either way, you're gonna get us all killed. The size of that thing. I can't. It's too big. Sorry, sweetheart. I haven't got time for anything else. I know you wanna. I know you wanna. I know you wanna. Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of Just the Just the What? Fuck, am I drunk already? It's impossible. <laughs> welcome back to another episode of Just the Tip Podcast. I'm your host, Georgette, and you can follow me at Coco underscore abroad on Twitter and Instagram. And you can also follow the pod at just the tip pod on that's not it either. Yes, it is, yes, it is, yes, it is. Just the tip pod on Twitter and Instagram. As I say, use the hashtag JTT pod to get involved in the conversation. And I feel like I've got bare things to say before we kick in. Um, oh my God, this is episode 20. Like, I feel like that should mean something because people are like, oh my God, episode 10, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, whoop. Episode 20. Um, what else is there for me to tell you? Um, I did a sex playlist, guys, which is available on Spotify. It's called Just a Tip Playlist. But the A in the word playlist is an X because I feel like that's what people that are cool do. So I was trying to be cool. So check that out. And what else? What else? What else? What else? Also, guys, I might do like a little lunch event um, for the podcast for people to literally come eat, talk about sex. Um, so if you guys are interested in that, let me know. Um, and I will put something together for you guys to come and have a look at or to be involved in even and that's it for me let's start this episode i have another guest with me today this week oh hi guys i'm vic just vic victor vic victor yeah and i'm a. what am i what are you i think i'm just a person like i don't want to say i am anything i'm just the person navigating my way through life and Nah, that's mad deep, man. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's mad serious. Like, um, yeah, I write, I write some music, I write some songs yeah. about my personal life and things I've experienced and shared and, no, experienced and been through. Mm -hmm. And um, I just want to share my side of the story and... yeah. You know, I'm happy to be here with you and we're going to talk about some some fun shit. Some fun, sexy shit. Thank you for joining me today. No problem. Um, Okay, icebreaker time. This is always my favourite part of every single episode because I don't tell anyone what the icebreaker is going to be. Um, And Ugh. I just, I enjoy seeing people's reactions. All right, so, cool. your first one is, have you ever felt a condom break and car carried on having sex anyway? Have I ever felt... I don't know. I mean, I feel like I've come out and I've seen the condoms broken, but I don't feel like I've known it's broken. I don't believe that. Because <laughs> I feel like guys know when it's broke because it feels different. Yeah, because, I mean, I don't know, but for me, it's like, even if I know it's broken, it's like not trying to disturb the rhythm. Like, You're like we, oh, we, well, yeah, we, we're deep in this now. We're here <laughs> now. <laughs> I'm deep in the pussy. Like, I'm here now. <laughs> like... Yeah, I don't feel, I don't think I, but then again, do guys even still use? I mean, we should all be practicing safe yeah, sex. Yeah, 
I mean, yeah, to be fair, I haven't felt I've I've seen afterwards that hey, it's kinda broken and yeah. shit. Like but I don't think I've noticed during sex. Yeah. But then I'm a I've I've always just had one partner anyway, so we kinda just Up to now. Up to all my life. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. No, I'm joking, I'm joking. But um yeah, more time I feel like I'm with people who we've sort of, more time than not, we've been tested prior. So we yeah. both know that, okay, we're in this okay, yeah, together yeah. and we're kind of, we don't really need condoms. So it's like, let's just smash till we kind of, till the wheels fall off. So yeah, <laughs> I feel like, yeah, that's there. <laughs> so the whole condom thing, I haven't really, wait, hold on. That sounded like I was going to say I haven't really used condoms, but no, I haven't experienced it breaking Yeah, ever. Okay. And carried on. Have you ever had a girl lie about being on the pill? To your knowledge. I mean, no. But if she lies, that's... It is. Yeah. No, I haven't had anyone lie about being on the pill. Okay. I don't see why someone would someone lie would. to... Yeah. I don't know why you'd be trying to have my baby, but yeah. Oh it's, my God. <laughs> it's, it's, no, no, no I'm, I'm, just being, I'm just being honest. So it's yeah. like, yeah... I don't see the point in lying. It's too heavy. Or lying, that's that's your problem, like kind of thing. But mm. not, yeah, no one's kind of lied about being on the pill. Yeah. I once had a guy, um, this is when I was in uni, we, we were having sex, the, the condom broke. I didn't know, so I didn't feel any different yeah. during it. So it wasn't until he had come that he was just like, the condom broke. And I was just like, <laughs> what? Oh, my G! Like you finished inside of oh, me. Oh, so he he knew it. He knew, and yeah, and just carried on. So I was just like, "It's cool. I'm gonna go to the chemist. It's calm, isn't it?" But this guy was like making jokes, but almost being truthful. Like, "Oh no, like you don't need to do that." And I said, "Bro, I'm at uni." What, what like saying you should have a baby? Yeah. Guys always making those jokes. It, guys, in the moment, guys are always making those jokes. It's not funny jokes. because <laughs> if I then say, okay, cool, you know what? Three weeks later, I'm like, my G, we're having a kid. And then you switch up on me. Yeah, the then switch what? up always comes after. Yeah. When it happens, that's when they realize, okay, well, I was joking. Like, it was just words. Like, you don't really need to take me that seriously. But in the moment, guys are always saying crazy stuff. Man. That's like, ridiculous. And you're deep in it. You're like, yeah, so you can have my baby. Like, great segue yeah. that was my second icebreaker oh, what's the craziest thing that you've said during sex i don't say shit because i'm just i'm too busy moaning so i don't really <laughs> oh are you a moaner mona <laughs> yeah i'll be screaming now i'm playing i'm playing um <laughs> what's the i don't think i've said crying i haven't actually said anything crazy other than the the usual like is it whose is it is it mine? I hate I, questions but, like but that. But I feel, I feel, I feel like that's every guy's go-to, go, go even when, even when you know it's not even yours. For real, you're just like, yeah, well. And she's always say, gonna say, yeah, it's yours, even though she knows it's not it's, yours. Like, it's not. You hurry up and finish. Like, yeah, my but, him. but yeah, it's um, I think, yeah, just like just normal stuff. Like, oh, should I come inside or do you? I haven't actually said anything crazy because I don't think there's much things that can be said while I'm enjoying myself. I'm yeah. just kind of trying to get 
get these strokes <laughs> right. I'm <laughs> calculating all that shit. I'm not trying to ask you mad, mad questions. But So you're not very vocal outside of moaning? I think I am vocal, but it's just basic, basic shit that yeah. I feel like everyone says it anyway. Yeah. Like, do you love this dick? Do you love this dick? And she's like, yeah. That's not <laughs> how you say it. Say it how you'd say it in the moment. You're not <laughs> no, like, no, no, hell no. do you love whoa, this dick? Whoa, That's whoa, so polite. You're like, do whoa, you love this dick? Whoa. Tell me. Tell me you love this well, like, dick. Tell me you fucking love this dick. There we like, go. Say West London. <laughs> 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 say Labyrinth Grove. Right no, it is Say West London. <laughs> nah, you know what? Oh man, I might start funny, using that. Like, you know, <laughs> say just a tip podcast. <laughs> <laughs> say JTT pod. Say it. It's fucking ridiculous. Oh my lord. Um, I say, I say some mad shit because, like, you know what it is, yeah. When I have sex, I feel like I'm a completely different person. Like my my alter ego completely takes over. Um, I think the maddest thing I've said, um, I asked a guy once if he hated me. And oh. the reason that I asked her is because it was so good that I was just like, do you hate me? Like, is there some sort of punishment? Like, yeah. <laughs> what have I done? Like, is this punishment? Because this is, this is A1 right now. Um, that's really the maddest. Um, what else do I tend to what say? What did he say? He laughed. Oh. Understandable, because that's a that's a yeah, mad that's a, question yeah, to a, ask someone. Do you know what I mean? Um, what else have I said during sex? Um, I'll be like, punish me. Yeah. Um, call me a dirty bitch. That's you can laugh. It's okay. <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, I, yeah, I say some crazy shit. Um, do you want another one? Um, oh, actually, yeah. This is a good one. Do you actually like hand jobs? No. No? No. Why? Because there's like a lot of... I feel like a lot of girls just don't know how or just don't understand that. I don't feel like a girl could give me a hand job better than I could give myself one. So mm. it's like more time they just tug in aggressively and I'm just like, it doesn't come off. Like, why are you pulling it so hard? It's not going to come off. And it's uncomfortable, but more time I'm just like, I don't actually tell her it's mad uncomfortable. So I'm just like, oh, it feels too good. And then, then you just, you try and just different methods to just get her to stop. And it's like. So wait, so You'll either just firm it or just try and get. Oh yeah, more time I just firm it or just use style and just, just, just wiggle away and wiggle myself out of that uncomfortable yeah. situation, and we can go to like you know your mouth and other stuff and kind of keep it stepping from there. But so hand jobs are just. What would a girl have to do for you to enjoy a good hand job? Nothing. Like I don't even see what's the point of a hand job. That's that's just me though. Like yeah. I'm sure other guys might love hand, but it's like it's just like, well, 
if we sit down and actually think about it, what's the actual point? <laughs> what's the point of a handjob? you could give a blowjob. Like, yeah. what are you... So, I don't... I don't really give them, like... Because I'm like, I can just give you head. But, like, there I might reach for it and maybe caress it, like, yeah, a little bit. for, like, and 10 then, seconds. Yeah. yeah, and then stop. Yeah, but some that. are just, like, going but and going. But fully just, like, like yeah, bashing it off. I'm just, just like... It's just like yeah, because there's a technique to you know use your mouth and your hand and you know yeah yeah you, can, you see, you can, you see. But some some girls are just like hand 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 and it's just like hand 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 or where's the mouth like is it's it painful? Just, it can be because again you don't know how it's making me feel. Yeah. So to to her she just feels like oh yeah I'm doing it right, but to me it's just like that's a little too aggressive. Like, this is still, like, skin. <laughs> you're, you're tugging a bit. In my mind, yeah, I envision it to feel like, what do you call it? Um, a Chinese burn. Like, like you know, like, when well, you Well, just... yeah. Well, yeah. Depending on, like, the circumstances, like, how she's doing it, how aggressive she's being. Like, mm. it, sometimes it's just like, yeah, we don't really need to do that. Like, yeah. Just, yeah, just... Just leave me alone. Bring your mouth. <laughs> Bring your mouth over here. Um, do you? Would you like a safe word? Yes. Yes. What would you like it to be? Uh, flamingo. Flamingo. So I've had some listener questions. Listener questions. Yeah. So I thought I'd ask answer them because I tend to forget about them. So someone asked me. Have I ever had a one night stand and was it worth it? I have had a, a one night stand before. Just one, right? Um, when I was on holiday in Portugal, was it worth it? Nah. <laughs> it it wasn't worth it because the guy didn't speak any English other than hello, but he was so fine. So I just kind of thought, fuck it. Um yeah. Was it worth it? No, but would I do it again? Probably. Because I feel like when it's just, when there's that sexual attraction, anything goes like, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I was on holiday, I've been drinking, I met this guy, he's like, hello. And I was just like, oh, hi. Like, and also, yeah, he was like tall, dark and had dreads. And I believe that's a weakness of mine. So I was just like, oh shit. Um, yeah. Have you ever had a threesome? You're nodding loads. I mean, wait. No, I'm just agreeing with what you're saying. Oh, okay. Have I ever had a one-night stand? A one-night stand. I said threesome. I don't know where that came from. Oh, okay. I'm only Um, drinking, guys. A one-night stand. Um, I feel like... Hmm. Well, it's yes or no. But it wasn't like a... It was basically like a night that turned into a weekend. So I don't know if that still counts... But had you met the person that night? Oh yeah, same day. Is it? Yeah. And then you spent like the whole weekend. No, over. but the, no, no, no. Do you know what it was? It was because uh, th- that's what I'm saying. I don't know if this counts because it was sort of pre-planned. But I'd never met the person before. But they were. It was strictly to. We just want to have sex for this night. I don't know you from Adam. Like I haven't had much deep conversation. I just want to come over. We'll just do this for one night and everyone goes their separate ways. How did you meet? Um, I'm going to need a bit of backstory. It was through a friend, actually. Okay. Yeah, through one of my one of my friends. And that's how we met. 
met. No, yeah. that's how we started talking. Okay. And then after that, it was like, okay, you know. This is the plan? Yeah. And it was New Year's, actually. It was New Year's Eve. Oh, that's well sexy. So it was like, she lives outside of London. So she was coming down for New Year's Eve. Yeah. And it was like, all right, I'm coming to see you. And I already knew what it was. So it was like, all right, cool. But then it ended up being like a whole weekend rather than, because obviously she's come from outside London. It yeah, was like, yeah. all right, cool. You might as well stay the weekend. Um, And yeah, it was worth it. It was actually amazing. Man. Is it? The shit was amazing. <laughs> it was, it was, it was amazing. You are reliving? Yeah. But, <laughs> but then she binned me afterwards. So that was kind of. Binge you how? Oh, she was like, oh yeah, well, we're done now. That's, that's that. Oh and shit. She, she went on and got a boyfriend. Yeah, that was it. I mean, the game is the game. It is the game, yeah. yeah. And to be fair, like the game's always fun when it's you playing, but for real. When but it's, when it's yeah, it was kind of when like, it's the other way around. You're just like I was like, Ooh. damn, like shit, like so cold world. Yeah, yeah, this, <laughs> this is a it's the evil world we live in. Right. But um, yeah. So yeah, I think I think I, other than that, I think I just wanted to tell that story. But yeah. other than that, I think yeah, I have had like you go to the club and but this was like in my younger years. I feel like now I just. Well, I don't go to the club anymore. Not well, maybe once or twice a year. But I feel like when I was younger, it was kind of more of a a regular thing. Yeah. Where it's like, all right, cool, lads, night out, and then okay, cool, Uber back home, cool, do the deed, and yeah, that's that. And and bounce, everyone yeah. goes their separate ways. But now I feel like I'm I'm a lot more reserved. Okay. I don't really dabble in stuff like that as much as I did when I was much younger. How old are you now? If, oh, what's if the safe word? For what? You're going to use a safe word on your age? Yeah, I mean, is it, is I, what? you can. It's fl uh, Flamingo. That's the one, Flamingo. Is it? Okay, that's fine. Next yeah. question. <laughs> Next question then. Um, someone asked, why are some men scared of sex toys in this day and age how do you feel about sex toys um what like for just the like me using it on her or her just using it like in her own spare time i'd or... say using it with her um i wouldn't say scared for me i just don't think it really it really ever pops up like I just think we're just too busy fucking and if we're fucking and, you know, that's that. Like, to reach for the bag and bring out a bunch of toys, me personally anyway, I don't feel like I've reached or unlocked that level of enjoyment where it's like, all right, cool, let's get in the bag and bring out this shit and that mm. shit, this shit and that shit. But that's just me. Just so yeah, yeah. I don't feel like <clears throat> I'm scared of it. I just feel like I haven't reached a point or I haven't been with someone who has wanted me to get in that bag and bring that side of me out which to be fair might be fun but I I don't know so is it something that you would consider though yeah I think I would yeah but what are the toys is it like that because I've seen like in There's porn like plenty. that is that big stick yeah well it's not a big stick but it's like big and I think it vibrates and stuff a wand Hey, oh, it looks okay, like it looks, yeah. it looks okay, magical, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you might be talking about the doxy because I know that, that that's quite big and literally looks like that. Um, I don't, I wouldn't 
necessarily say that guys are scared to use them. I feel like they can come across a bit, maybe a bit intimidating, but I think that depends on the guy's ego. So I think some guys think you've got this dick in it. Yeah. So why on earth would you want anything else? Um, which I can I can understand, but I think it's about unlocking that mindset and yeah. in, in thinking this isn't in replacement of you it's to use alongside like it's it's for everyone's enjoyment um but then i've had guys who i've tried to introduce sex toys to and they just don't really know what to do with them like i be like oh yeah like, like here like use this and they'll just kind of have it in their hand like what do i do with this but then i feel like that's also a girl thing because like you've just said you've done that to i've literally never had a girl suggest a okay, sex toy fair enough so it's like i don't know if it's the girls or if it's like it just doesn't come up or it's just not relevant at that moment in time yeah. or maybe it's how like the relationship sort of grows like yeah. so you're kind of you know sleeping or whatever with someone for a period of time and then you start to become more comfortable yeah maybe i haven't been with someone to the extent where it's like okay she's that comfortable to say okay well i'd like to try this like i want to bring this wand or this this to this to what we're doing mm -hmm. so i feel like it's not just a guy thing i think it's kind of on both sides yeah if, yeah like 100 yeah, yeah um I think both parties have to be quite quite open to it. Yeah. And the only way that, that you can be open is by having that conversation in saying, oh yeah, like I kind of want to try using this or like I want to try a butt plug or I want to try blah, blah, blah. Um, Because that's the only way that you'll find out if the person that you're having sex with is into that kind of stuff as yeah. well. Um, And then that's how, well, in my opinion, that's how you can then kind of explore more if you're both on the same page but it would be very pointless to not have that conversation which is, is probably where I went wrong now that I'm thinking about it like we had never talked about toys before so I think if we had had that conversation before I just kind of like was like here then the guy would have been like okay fine as opposed to being a bit shocked like yeah what the fuck do I do with this you know yeah, what I mean true. um yeah, man. Like, I guess it's it's just with what I always say in, in terms of having open conversations about what you both do like, don't like, blah, blah, blah. <sighs> right, topics time. Where do we start? Mm, oh, okay, actually, because we've talked about um, being in the club and stuff. I wanted to, like, talk about the ways that we both like being approached by the opposite sex. Okay. If you're out. Um... Because I can be, if I'm out and I find a guy attractive and I feel like we've kind of like eyed each other up and blah, blah, blah. I won't necessarily wait for him to make a move on me. Yeah. I might go and be like, you're right, blah, blah, blah. Um, which I think some some guys have liked. I mean, it's got quite a good success rate. Um, but for you as a guy. Yeah. What, like, what would be your ideal for a girl like? moving to you in a club uh moving to me and i think just just spark up any sort of conversation i feel like more time than not in the club everyone wants someone to gravitate towards them mm. so i feel like 
you going up to someone, especially like for girls, it's I feel like for girls it's much easier anyway to talk to guys because a guy will ninety-six percent of the time be more receptive towards you approaching them than a girl would be to a guy approaching. Why is that though? Like, do you think that's because guys don't know how to reject women the same way that women do oh, to hell. men? Oh, hell yeah. Like, a guy is literally, before he leaves his house, he's on his knees praying he gets approached <laughs> by, by women when he steps in the club. Whereas girls, like, literally right now, like, to them, every guy is a creep until proven otherwise. So it's that's like, very true. please don't talk to me. Like, that's very, very true. Let me... And literally, that's what I do now. I don't actually approach. So if I go in the club and we've been drinking, we've paid for table, this cost me and like I'm not eating for the rest of the month and whatever else. And no girl has approached me. Cool, fine, I'll go home. I'm not approaching anyone because it's like, for one, for you to just be rude or dismiss me like, you know, I'm not someone's son. Like, I'm just not having that. So for yeah. me, I don't actually approach anyone. So it's like, hey, I can have 10 nights out and nothing happens. It's like, all right, cool. Life goes on. Mm. But if a girl approaches me, it's like, okay, hey, cool. Like, what's your name? Like, do you want a drink? Here, let's go get you a drink. Smooth. But mm. I feel like guys are way more... And I feel like that's, for me personally, I feel like especially with going out and stuff, yeah, guys just kind of kick back. Like if she's feeling you, like you can you can basically see a girl, right? You can have that little eye contact and you can both smile at each other. If she's feeling you like that, 100, okay, maybe not 100%, but she will sort of let it know, like let you know that, okay, I'm feeling, she might not yeah. approach you, but yeah. she might give you, the signs that yeah. hey all right cool like you've got the green light come and talk to yeah, me yeah yeah but a lot of guys don't do that and they just sort of okay yeah she's nice and she, they just run ahead yeah. first and it just causes all types of confusion and all types of drama and mm -hmm. for me personally i don't approach and not just in the club just anywhere like i just feel like it's just no just just no point yeah unless i've gotten like strong yeah that super green light that yeah it's cool let's talk let's yeah. let's sort of see what what can happen and you know take it there if it goes there or not take it there if it goes there so yeah so that's just my stance I tend to do that so if I'm not going to be like 100% forward I will make it very known that I want you to talk to me so I will give you like ultimate eye contact I'm very good at holding eye contact okay. so if we're like in a club even if it's like super super busy you could be dancing with, with another chick but i'm gonna be staring you down to be like when you're done come and chat to me you know what time yeah that's what i'm right, saying cool. and i will like i will smile and like i might do like a little giggle um something else that i'll do like i'm i'm quite a flirtatious person when yeah. i'm out yeah so um i might actively like dance to any kind of song but it will be so flirty that yeah. you'll think i'm dancing directly for you yeah. and only you um which will kind of give a guy the thought to be like you know what i'm gonna go and chat to this yeah. girl um i think i can be quite seductive if i'm honest um 
But what I won't ever do is be like completely disrespectful. So if a guy does try who I haven't really given them that vibe, I'm not going to be like move man because I just don't think that women should do that. I'll be like, oh, you know what? I'm flattered, but I'm not interested or I don't give out my number or, yeah. or, or blah, blah, blah. But more time, I will always have a conversation with another person because I'm just like, why not? Like I'm out yeah, for yeah, just a reason. For yeah. Whatever time you're out there for. Um, but then when it comes to how I like being approached by a guy, like I do like a guy that's very polite. Like not, not like excessively, but just someone that says hello. Like basic shit. Yeah. Say hi. Ask me what my name is. Like even if a guy. T- so not so not my size. Are you mad? <laughs> Don't ever my size me. Are you crazy? Um, what are you saying though? <laughs> see, but that, yeah, that's not too bad. Oh, like, you don't mind what you say? Nah. Little, little like, what saying, though. It, if a guy has like a good voice. Yeah. Oh, like what's his name? He's got some bass in his voice. Who? Wait, he's, got, he's gone out. <laughs> oh, his voice. When I heard his voice, I was thinking, no, I might get you on a, on a little mixtape skit because you, you've got some um, bassy. Whoa. <laughs> Like, ooh, I was like, yeah, I need that voice. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I need that voice. Yeah, so like if a guy has like um a good voice and it isn't like too oh like, what's the word I'm looking for? But if it's quite subtle, like, yo, like what you're saying, I'll be like, oh, oh hi. <laughs> oh hi. I can say anything. <laughs> anything you want. Um, yeah, so things like that I definitely like. Um or just a guy. To be fair, yeah, I'm a bit of a sucker in it. So I, I, I obviously take very good care yeah. when it comes to my hair. I always have a very crisp trim. So if I'm out and a guy comments on that, yeah. I'm just like, thanks, <laughs> thanks, um, yeah, thank you. Um, and then that can be a, a very easy way in because I'm like, yes, appreciate my trim. But I think it's because I understand why guys appreciate a good trim yeah because i know that feeling to go in feeling a bit busted yeah, yeah, and yeah. walk out like bitch i'm take anyone's man like <laughs> I, th- I think overall it's just about as you said just being polite like just approach i feel like a lot of guys just don't approach women as just just people yeah like yeah for real just say hi you know try and actually have a conversation that doesn't just show that okay, I'm just trying to beat, like, mm. just have a simple conversation and just show this person that, okay, I'm also a decent human being. Yeah. Like, I'm not, like, she might not be interested, but at least she's had, like, a good experience with someone. Someone has come to talk to her, but they haven't come to talk to her in, in an aggressive way yeah. or in a way to make her feel like she has to sort of give you her time or give you her, because she 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 doesn't yeah so i feel like a lot of that's where a lot of guys go wrong because you might talk to her and she might say she's not interested and you're like okay cool like enjoy the rest of your night mm-hmm. but that alone might show her that okay like he's actually just a decent guy and she uh, yeah, you yeah. never know she might actually come back to you to actually speak to you because she's realized okay cool like he's not one of these guys who you know mm. gets in their feelings because i've said no so I feel like that's one of the basic things that people need to understand that, yo, just talk to people like, you know, 
they're your peers and yeah, they're you know people. people you respect yeah, and yeah. you might have a I don't know a higher success rate or uh, whatever. It's for real. <laughs> like definitely. Um one thing I was thinking that I don't like is so I don't like guys that are too showy. So like if you're out buying mad bottles, blah yeah. blah blah, that d- genuinely doesn't appeal to me. Like I I won't even I'll be aware of you yeah. but it's not something that's gonna catch my eye so like if a guy's like oh come i got bare bottles did it i'm i'm like i'm all right thank you because that just doesn't appeal to me that's obviously not all women there are yeah. some that do like that i feel like and that's the thing because it's like now like money and like status and influence yeah. or whatever the case might be is what sort of attracts a lot of females yeah like even like on I don't know if these girls are actually joking or if everyone's just sort of but they come up with oh I want a rich man I want a rich if if he's not balling don't talk to me in the club I don't know if it's banter I don't know if or if that's just how it is Mm. I don't know side note I'm not broke by the way because I know people like to spin it it I'm not broke bro please (laughs) but um yeah so overall I feel like that might not work for you, but that might work for like a vast majority of that club that night. Yeah. They might see that boy like, oh man, he has got, that's where the money's at. And that's where they, because I remember one time, right? Um, and it's so funny, like perception is like such a funny yeah. thing. Because I, I was in LA yeah, with a couple of friends and we was in the club. Now we've come to the club and we're the guys from London. Yeah, so yeah, we're yeah. in the club and they've given us like, we we have the treatment, like we're, like all the girls, a couple. We even have like, I don't know where they found a Union Jack, but they've got <laughs> a Union Jack right at the top. Like, so everyone knows these boys have come. Like, the Queen has stamped oh for these God. boys to be like, like these are crumpet and tea boys. They have got dough. These so, are crumpet and tea, bro. Like, the the girls are flocking this way, right? Yeah, and. But then we 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 barely we don't have that much dough like that we have but it's not excessive but they've made it look like yeah this is like pounds pounds yeah, a yeah, hit yeah, yeah. all right so we're enjoying like there's so many girls at our table but then um what's his name um Ty Dollar Sign okay. and YG have come in the club yeah. and they've gone to a different and <laughs> within two minutes right our table is empty. empty. <laughs> There is no girls. <laughs> there is They're just like, Bitch, there is just mandem all over the table, yeah. and we're looking at ourselves and we're thinking, "Bro, it's time to go home. I don't want to be here till the club finishes. I want to go home right this second. And it's like, girls love that stuff. That whole, in, especially in the club, anyway. Yeah. For that moment, they want to feel like, okay, we're associated with the people with power, the people yeah. with influence, and the people with money. I don't have Thai dollar sign or YG money, so I understood it. I mean, at the end of the club, like they they've come outside and they know they can't all go with Thai dollar yeah, sign bro. and YG, so they're gonna have to settle for <laughs> the good old for English the, pound. Yeah, for the like. comfort boys, we're <laughs> we're going back with these guys. So yeah, man, like but clubbing's I, funny, man. I think even with that, like. I wouldn't say that, that there's anything wrong with women that do think that way because there are absolutely nothing some wrong with it. women that, that do want someone with like a big income and, and kind of want to be comfortable. Comfortable. Absolutely. Yeah. So 
I get it, but I just know that that's not for me. Like that, that isn't the first thing that I would look for, like in a guy. Like I would want you, like I, like I would want you to have your own level of comfortability, yeah. whatever that is to you. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely not something that I'm attracted to. It's it's probably a huge turn off for me. Like if a guy's like. I got bare money. I got this. I got that. Blah blah. Because I'm just like, I don't know if if you're trying to buy me at yeah. this point, and that shit just just doesn't work for me. Like I'm just not set up that way. So, no, I told, I, for me personally, I understand that because I feel like everyone's different and everyone has different values. And yeah, for me, if a woman has her own shit together, that other stuff doesn't really yeah. play. And I do think it is probably that because I, I mean, as much as I'm on a journey, like I, I do feel very um, content in myself yeah. and I'm very self-sufficient. Yeah. So I won't ever think, oh, you know what? Let me go to him because I know that he's got the bag and blah, blah, blah. And then I know that I'll be cool. Um, and I think that kind of translates into if I go out on a date, like... I won't be like, oh yeah, take me here, blah, 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 blah. Because I don't have it in in my mind that this guy is definitely paying for me. Yeah. Like this guy could be like, do you want to go halves? Which I've had before and not been like I don't feel like by. I've ever gone halves on a date before. You I always I, pay. I literally always pay. And for me, I think this year I told myself, you know, I'm not going on any dates, man. I'm sick and tired. I've been paying for best part of, Nearly two decades. I'm They're tired. expensive. I'm... Oh. <laughs> so I feel like I will feel for my friends that are like, oh yeah, I went on this day and da, 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 da. And I'm like, bro, do you have like unlimited funds? Because I don't get it. Like I, but I think it's also like, I don't ever want anyone to think that they've got one over me. Yeah. So I wouldn't ever want a guy to think, well, I paid for you to go da, 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 yeah. da. So now you owe me something. Because I'm just like, I have my own money. Like I think that's that. Yeah, guys, you think I think that's a bit. Mm. Yeah, but then even I, to be fair, to, to be perfectly honest, I'm fine with always paying until we get to a point where it's like there's something happening. Yeah, and even then, I'm still fine with always paying. But I want to know that you want to actually yeah con- like you just always standing there just looking at me like oh yeah he's yeah, got yeah, that yeah. He's, oh man oh, yeah that, yeah, yeah. Oh, my stomach's turning right now. Like, not, I have no problems with paying. Paying's yeah. fine. There's nothing wrong with... Because if I want to... If I like you and I appreciate you for who you are, the money isn't going to kill me. Yeah, for real. Like, I would have probably done some dumb shit with the money anyway. So it's like, all right, cool. Let's go out and actually have some fun and mm. enjoy each other's company. At the end, of, I'll pay. Like, And I feel like especially... For me, for me personally, my biggest thing is sort of just gratitude and appreciation. Yeah. If if she shows me, a pre- hey, I'd pay for the rest of our lives. <laughs> I don't even care. But just yeah, as long yeah. as someone appreciates what I'm actually doing yeah. for them, hey, I'm fine. But then I think even with that, I think the more a girl genuinely likes you, the more that she won't even think twice about paying as well. Oh, yeah. Like it would just be a thing of we're going out. So like, even if you were to go out to eat and then you paid for dinner and then you've gone to like a bar afterwards yeah. and then the girls are like, oh, you know what? I'll get these. Yeah. Like things like that. That's just fair. Do you know what I mean? Um, 
yeah so that's that's probably why for me it's I had so fun so much fun when i was in a relationship because it was like paying was like never it was just it was basically whoever reached for their card first, first like, yeah. It's like yeah cool. like and it wasn't a case of anyone keeping tabs or anyone sort of you know nothing petty it was just like oh we're going here let's go grab food let's mm -hmm. go do this let's go do that let's go do and it was so much just so much fun and just understand i think understanding is a big yeah. part of actually dating someone or going out with someone and a lot of people just don't understand each other so it's yeah. like you're going out just because you want to be out or be in a certain scenery or certain environment and not because you actually want to actually be out with that person that in person, particular yeah yeah um what's your views on emotional cheating because i've i've talked about physical cheating before but i don't i i could be wrong but i don't feel like i've i've talked about emotional cheating break it down for me what is emotional cheating in so, your opinion to me um it's when you've built up an emotional connection that i feel like you should only have with your partner if you're in a relationship so like say something happens to you throughout your day so when i've been in a relationship anything that ever happens i always go to like call my partner say oh my god blah 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 yeah. but I feel like when you've now become emotionally invested or connected to another person, then the person that should be your go-to isn't anymore. And and so then you're like emotionally cheating. I don't know if I even made any sense. Um. So just, do you mean confiding in someone else who isn't your partner and telling them stuff that you shouldn't necessarily be telling them? Yeah, but like on a deeper level, Oh, so, so basically, let's say I've got like a, I don't have no female besties, by the way, but if I had a girlfriend and I had a female bestie yeah, and I'm okay. telling yeah, my yeah. female bestie just more things about like the, the subject we was talking about before, yeah. let's say I'm more open with sharing that with my female bestie than with my actual girlfriend yeah. and I'm telling her like, the deepest parts of me and not actually sharing that with my girlfriend. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yes, but you're attracted to the person. I'm attracted to my female bestie. You don't have to be attracted to your female bestie, <laughs> but for the scenario, the person that you would be sharing all of this deep shit with, you're physically attracted to as well. So, so I've got a girlfriend and a girl that I'm attracted to and I'm talking to... And you're emotionally invested in this girl. Oh, right. I mean... So I guess you haven't ever been through this? Yeah, nah, because it's like... That's going to end up being cheating, cheating. That's mm. not going to stay emotional cheating for longer than two weeks. It's, it's almost like... You're setting yourself up to actually leave your girlfriend. Mm -hmm. So it's like... my views on that that's it's it's just it's just wrong mm -hmm. i don't feel like if you have a girlfriend i don't feel like anyone else should be knowing more about you than your girlfriend than your, than your partner I yeah that. can i say this is completely unrelated you're giving me such wholesome vibes right now oh right like, yeah like it's not oh, a. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's like it's a good thing i feel like i feel like that's all come with like 
you see the age thing that we had to use the safe word on i feel like that plays a part in my thinking now because i've sort of i don't think like i was thinking like this six seven years ago mm. six seven years ago i think i was just like yeah well we'll cheat emotional cheat 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 it's all the cheat, same thing. but now it's kind of like i just see things so like it's everything's just different to me now yeah and yeah it's growth I think, yeah, that's that's the word. I think growth. growth. Emotional growth as Emo- well. Come on, emotional yeah. growth. What do you mean? <laughs> emotional growth. Okay. Guys, you know what, yeah? So, basically, if you've heard like a... And the other sounds in it. I'm having some photography done in it. I've tried so hard to ignore it. But it's so difficult. So, if anyone's thinking, what the hell is that sound... There's a lovely photographer in the building taking pictures because I don't know, maybe I feel like I made it, but (laughs) 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 that's what's happening. Oh, we. Okay. Um, So I wanted to talk about, which we kind of started talking about before we started recording. Um, I can't say this word. Fetishizing. Fetishizing. Woo! Come I, on, English I mean, language. I, I, I mean, I hope that's right. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, fe- yeah, I'm not even going to say it, yeah. um, when it comes to porn. Now, there was a clip that went up of maybe like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. There was this woman who I, I believe was from like Asian slash Indian descent. And she was talking about the fact that she didn't like the fact that her race was a category in porn. Okay. So she was talking to this white guy and he had, and no, and she had specifically asked him if he only watches like white porn, which he said, yes, he did, which I didn't see an, an issue with because I was like, of course he would. Um, And then he had said that he doesn't really watch black porn because he isn't attracted to black girls. He also said that he had a bad experience with a black girl so that's not his thing now for me at that point the conversation was done in it because yeah. i was just like okay that's that's his preference yeah. um but this girl like i felt like she had an agenda behind her whole discussion of oh well the fact that you had a bad experience with one black girl shouldn't turn you off of all black women when it comes to porn but i was just like that's 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 not his thing, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then I was thinking, do I fetishize when it comes to porn? Um, and b- by definition, I do, because I will watch like lesbian porn, but I might watch like Brazilian lesbian porn, or yeah, which I guess some would consider as fetishizing. I hope I'm saying that word right. I've said it so many times in the last fucking sentence. Um. But what I did have a look at, yeah. So, what's the site? Pornhub. Yes. Pretty standard. Pornhub, right? They do insights of like what people watch, popular categories, blah, blah, blah. So, I was having a look at their most recent study or their most recent insights even. And... Honestly, yeah, I'm when I say I'm I'm into this shit, I'm very So they use like bare analytics, right? The analytics are insane. Do you know what? And now it makes sense because I'm not obviously like 
I go on Pornhub sometimes. Okay. Yearly. Sometimes. <laughs> Once a year. Okay. So, but when I when I go on, right, I see it's got like recommended, and it's always ebony. So I was thinking like, how do they know how I've just know? come here for that ebony? And it's like now it's making sense yeah. because there's a lot of analytics that go behind sort of sort um what's the word? They tail yeah they tailor make the whole site to you know your experience and yep. what you actually want okay cool that makes sense yeah yeah so um i was l- looking at their stats on bbws okay which they defined as big beautiful women to me oh is that what it stands for see i didn't think it did i thought it meant big black women wait i thought it meant big boned women oh shit okay so everyone's wrong well yeah because i thought it was like more voluptuous no. yeah because it, i've seen it used on white women as well so it's more you're not gonna make me sound like some expert in porn it's but fine what i'm saying of... is yeah i think it's well i think it's big boned anyway okay well and, and not big black to be fair like i just watch a, a lot of black porn so they have it down as big beautiful women and they had so these stats came out uh, maybe last month, right? And they found that the, the most popular related search for BBW was Ebony. Yeah. Um, and then followed by MILF. So BBW MILF, BBW anal, BBW lesbian, right? And I was just like, that's interesting. And then they had said that men are 21 more likely to search for that than women which I was just like fair then also they had done it like across the globe and Africa is the biggest oh yeah proportion that searches for that but I was just like duh (laughs) like what else would they be searching for and that was my whole thing with this chick on um on that show that like people want to watch porn that Relates looks like them, them. Yeah, yeah. yeah so i couldn't understand why she was getting onto this guy for not wanting to look for anything outside of white porn like yeah he's gonna want to fantasize about having sex with, with a woman that um what's the word has a connection to him like almost yeah so yeah so i was just like you're reaching and then I looked at their stats for what women search for. And one of their biggest searches was um, hentai porn. The funny thing is I was joking with one of my friends about that the other day. Because I think she's just gone to, um, she just went to Japan. Yeah. For, um, I think she was there for a couple of weeks anyway. But I know it's super huge out here. Yeah. Because they're just... Yeah. yeah they're just huge deviants out there so but i can't understand how someone could be aroused by a cartoon okay so it's not just a cartoon festival <laughs> oh it's not just a cartoon shade it's anime it's yeah <laughs> okay so let's not do that um oh wait hold on you watch anime yeah porn? um i have watched he- hentai porn before yeah like longer than 10 seconds yeah like i've watched the whole clip oh, okay Let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, I think the thing with that is because it is it's anime, they can do so much with it. 
And I'm not going to lie, I've watched somewhere, I'm just like, this is a bit wild. Um, but then I've just found it really arousing because it's like, quote unquote, not real. So it's kind of allowed my imagination to just kind of go anywhere with it. So that's why I found it more appealing, even though I know that porn isn't real anyway. Like, I don't watch porn and think anything serious about it, to be honest. And most times I'm watching porn out of boredom. Yeah. Um. So, but I was definitely shocked that women searched for that more than like lesbian porn because I, I just thought that's what women would search more of. I watch some lesbian porn. Yeah? What, what kind of, oh shit. Um, I love, I love lesbian porn. Come on. I love lesbian porn too. Lesbian porn is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so for women, it was hentai followed by ebony, followed by anal, Indian, Japanese, mature and MILF. I can't get down with mature porn. I've tried. It doesn't do anything for me. Well, like from the 70s? No, no, no. Like, Older women. Yeah, but okay, yeah. The but oh, actually no, that's vintage. Like, Sorry, I, yeah, I yeah. Shit, so I got shit confused. Age wise, I can't get down with milf porn just because the titles that they tend to pick is like slutty stepmom has a threesome with daughter. Uh, My see, brain can't what, yeah, like like, and I've like I've cut down watching porn because a lot of it's like. I find it, like, disgusting because a lot of these porn stars, right, like, the popular ones now, they're, like, just 18. And a lot of these guys are, like, in their 40s. And it's, like, I'm just, like, this shit's actually nasty because they're just just recruiting these girls, right, and they're trying to make them stars, which they rarely become stars anyway. But it's, like, I just find it disgusting that, like, a 40-year-old, like, man is literally sleeping with an 18 year old and i'm meant to be aroused by that so mm-hmm. that i've literally cut down i think like i pretty much go back to like a select few like obviously once a year when i watch porn i go back to once a year some yeah okay. some of the legendary scenes between like two grown adults rather than like some little girl and yeah some old but then boy. like it's just do you not think that um, some of the girls that are that that do porn do not think that they're doing it, that they're consenting to it. So even if they are, and to be fair, I don't, I don't, I feel like once people start getting paid and they make money off something, I don't think they actually understand what it is that they're doing. Mm-hmm. So these girls, right? Yeah, you could say yes, but are you really saying yes, or are you saying yes because there's like two thousand dollars put in front of you like do you really want to sleep with and that's why a lot of them are drugged up half the time because Mm. it's like you don't really want to be doing this but you want it's no different to i don't want to say like prostitution or anything but a lot of people do things to get by not because they actually like this life or this is what they want to do like i don't think a lot of young girls want to be sleeping with 50 60 year old men Mm. that's just me they Mm. might want to i'm not saying they don't but from where i'm sitting 
I don't think if the money wasn't an incentive, I don't yeah. think they'd okay. be, they'd be doing you. it. And that's that's my biggest issue with the whole thing. Yeah, because I think a lot of female rappers that started off as strippers, they've been like, I was doing it for the bag. Like there was always an, an end game. Yeah. Like I wanted to make this much and then I was going to quit. Yeah. Um, and the only reason you want to quit is because you don't want to do it to begin with. Because if you're just saying, okay, I just want to do this to make XXX amount and then I want to be out. It means you have no actual love or passion for said I don't stuff. agree because I think like, I think because the money can be so fast that that doesn't mean that a woman doesn't want to do it. I just think they put an, an end date on it. I don't even, I'm not even just relating this to women or in terms of like the sex trade or whatever it might be i'm just talking about in life in general okay like if you said oh i just want to do this for now just to make this money and then cut it's because you don't feel like you actually see yourself enjoying this for longer than Long you term. actually have to do it yeah okay because if it was something that you had a passion in it's like why would you just want to do it firstly for financial gain because mm. I don't feel like people do stuff they love genuinely for just fight. Yeah, you want to make money from whatever your talent or whatever your passion is. Yeah. But I don't feel like you do it solely for that or to put an end date that, yo, I want to be out. Like even footballers away from what we're talking about. I I know a few footballers. Well, not know personally because I don't know anybody like that. But um, <laughs> I know a few that have said, yo, like... I." don't really like this sport it makes a lot of money i can't wait to get out of this ridiculous sport and go mm. and do something like there's a tennis player his name's nick curious he has vocally said it he was like i'm just talented but i hate playing tennis i don't okay. want to play tennis but it's made me a millionaire and it makes me so much money but i hate mm. this sport mm -hmm. and he wants to leave and i feel like a lot of these girls are the same like the money is so quick and a lot of people it's like especially nowadays where everyone wants nice things it's like what are you going to do that's going to make you i don't know i don't know how much they get paid but however much they get paid in like what a half an hour scene yeah yeah that's just my take on what were we even talking about because i feel like i've just strayed into a no, no no um i got where you were coming from like i think the one thing that i was gonna say is um in terms of doing something short term just to get money I think that that can be applied to a lot of things so anyone that I know who for instance is a contractor they'll be like hey you know I only contract because I get a lot of money and I'm doing this to make this much by this time so then I can do what I'm passionate about so I think that's why I had used the example of female rappers that used to be strippers because for them the goal is to rap yeah, so the contractors, they don't really like contracting because it is long hours, it's a bunch of work and it's like, but the money's good. Mm. I don't think a lot of people would do contracting with no security, just, okay, I'm just here for, I don't know, six months to a year. And then, okay, I'm out. I've got nothing else. I have to look for something else to jump into. Like, if the money wasn't as good as it and, was, yeah, then it's you. like, yeah, contracting yeah is a means to an end because everyone wants to do everyone has passions and i feel like with my point when you have a passion 
you look for things outside of money. Like money is like just a bonus because this is what I want to do. Yeah. Like for me personally, I work. Um, I work a nine to five. Like, I do music. Music's my passion, but I work a nine to five. But the difference is like with my nine to five, I actually love my work. I love going into work. What do you do? Can I? Ask? I work for um a tech marketing company. Okay. So it's like. I enjoy going in there. So it's like, if nothing comes off from music, it's like, I don't care. I actually yeah. <laughs> still love my job. Like, and I will always make music because it's my way of just expressing myself to myself. A lot of the time I make music and I just make it for myself because mm -hmm. it helps me. It's like a diary. Like each song I write is like my own diary. And, and I go back and I listen to it and it's like how people go back and they read through their diaries. So it's like, I really don't actually care about a lot of things outside of just creating music yeah. for myself or for my friends who's I don't know if they're pretending but they seem to like my music anyway <laughs> so it's like yeah just finding what you want to do and I don't feel like a lot of these porn stars are actually happy in what they're doing but money kind of just overrides everything anyway mm. so it's like all right cool let's go let's go with that Mm, I hear you. I do think some do it because they generally enjoy having sex. Oh yeah, I feel I feel like someone like Tiana Trump who has like twelve thousand bodies to her name. I think she just loves having sex, and it's like, hey, if you guys are gonna pay me, I'll have some more sex yeah, with you guys. So well. I feel like yeah, there are some people who just completely just love it. Like, and they actually some people want to be in front of the camera. Some people love like there's a thrill and like. I understand that I'd never sort of knock anyone from hey if that's what you want to do go ahead like I'm I'm all for it have you ever made a home video uh, yeah I have but it wasn't great no no it's just like just in doggy it's just like all right cool it's like 15 seconds oh okay nothing of like a proper setup I think one day I'd, I'd want to make like a proper setup is it yeah I think that would be fun yeah like set, submit it to like black or something black to rule I think that would be cool. Like, I just need to find a willing participant that wants to participant. Did I think they say? pay. They pay. They pay you all right to actually create. You could actually make your own. Like on Pornhub, you could. Yeah. You could sign up and make your own account, and people buy the videos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so I like, don't know what I'm doing. Like rapping. <laughs> <laughs> like, why am I? He's like, fuck the rap shit. Like, hey, who wants to kind of like? We'll just make this money. <laughs> like, what? Like, I um had um a dominatrix on um a while back now and she makes her own porn as well yeah so for her she finds it very important that people buy porn because obviously that's how she makes her money outside of yeah she this domination is, yeah this is probably worse than like trying to get people to buy music now like ain't no see like this is the thing though like people do and and i think when i think about what she does as a whole like She's a dominatrix full time. So isn't people it better to pay get people, for that. Isn't it to better to get, well, easier to get people to just like subscribe and like, like, does she have like, how do you even buy porn? Like, does do they send, send you like an MP4 link? No, and no. So you'll, wait, what? So you will pay for it online to view it. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 I mean, I wouldn't do that, but. I can see why someone would. would and yeah. I, I wouldn't obviously discourage anyone from buying because I think some of the best shit uh, you have to buy to, to actually view, view it. Like all yeah. this junk people are watching, it's just like 
those are the throwaways. Like you pay your money and you get the good shit. You get the the really yeah. good shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hear you. Um, did we want to um go back to what we were talking about prior in terms of addiction? Because I um, think that that would be cool to discuss. Wait, hold on. I think I think we we need to actually. Okay, go on. Before we get into that, like the addiction isn't a porn addiction because I feel like people would just read into that and okay. think, oh yeah. But then at the same time, it's like. But I think you can be addicted to porn. Oh yeah, probably am actually. But th- that's, no, 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 I'm just. I just want not you personally. No, 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 no. But I just wanted to clear that up before before they think. Oh yeah, he's got a porn addiction. It's not. It's not to do with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I mean, we can do. I've never spoken about it like openly before, but I feel like it's completely up to you. Uh. Uh, go go ahead. Why not? Sip that magnum. <laughs> <laughs> I take one more sip because it's it's about no, to be ahead. a bumpy ride. But mm. um, I just think it's it's interesting to explore things like addiction because yeah. I think whether that's um involving sex or not, but especially when it comes to sex, you can get addicted to to porn. You can get addicted to masturbation. Um, you can get addicted to sex. And I've I've spoken to someone previously who was addicted to sex, as in went to speak to someone because they were like, this is an addiction. Like, I don't feel like the, the thoughts and the feelings that I'm, I'm having when it comes to sex is quote unquote do, do you know, do, normal. The funny thing is, right, in terms of like addiction to like porn and masturbation, it's funny because that is a real thing. Yeah. It is a really, really real thing. And understanding and, you know, learning to address certain issues is actually vital. Like, people just don't understand. Like, you just feel like, oh, I'm just masturbating. No, dude, like, this is, like, your sixth time. Like, it's mm. one day. Like, <laughs> it's not a normal thing to do. Yeah. Like, but then at the same time, I feel like with this country help is there but help isn't visible yeah all right let's say i've got like a porn addiction now i need help where do i go yeah exactly so i think in terms of signposting people maybe that's what's lacking and doing it in a way where people don't feel shame as well and i think that's i think that's the biggest thing and i think for me like Right now, we're going to go into that conversation and it's like, I have to do it because it's like, this is part of my message. Like, if I don't, I've, I've just said to myself, like, literally two seconds ago that you actually need to start having the conversation because, yeah, I put it in my music and in my songs and stuff, but I haven't put any of the songs the songs out. I haven't okay. shared, obviously, like, my close circle know about it. Mm-hmm but I haven't shared anything with them like that. Like I've been gigging actually. I do a couple gigs here and there. And it's like the audience, they get to, to get a little glimpse yeah. of it. Yeah. 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 But it's like, it's nothing concrete where it's like, people know like, all right, cool. This is what it is. Mm. And I feel like I do need to start having a conversation because it's something that I know a lot of people won't say it. But it's there. And it's something that, like, 
for me personally, it was one of like the craziest. Like, I don't even know how I survived. <laughs> like, I don't know. And it's like, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. But we can have a conversation. You sure? Yeah. Let's get into it. Go ahead. <coughs> um, so I think I was probably about 21. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember what it was. It was something, it was something, something ridiculous. I think it was probably like boxing. And it's like me and my, just me and my boys. Mm-hmm. And we was like, all right, cool. We'll put a bet down. And we put a bet down. And it came in. And it's like, cool. And what I've noticed is with people, not everyone's the same. Yeah. Some people have addictive personality. Yeah. Some people don't. Some people can, you know, put a bet down and it's like, all right, cool. Well, that's that. I'm out. And the other, day, the funny thing is the other day I tweeted about if I had as much money I had at 22, 23 now, it, it'd be a whole different ball game. Like right now, it, it'd be different. But anyway, long story short, I found myself gambling on a daily. <coughs> Actually, daily makes it sound like, oh, it's a daily on an hourly basis. Okay. Now, should we talk about how much money I've lost? We're probably talking about eight, nine. Eight, nine. Eight, nine what? For the people that <laughs> don't know what you're referring to. Eight, nine, hundred. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's like... <sighs> I come from a, a wealthy family. Mm-hmm. So then it was like money was never sort of money was always there for me. Like we had, we had accounts with just money, just we had money. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I found myself to be fair at at first it was like, okay, cool. It's nothing. Okay. I lost that. Cool. Months go by. Okay. I lost that. Lost that. Lost that still got money like whatever still doing enjoying myself doing whatever i was doing but then it got to a point where it's like this money is going down but you're not making money like yeah it's like so all you're doing is losing like truckloads of money and i just didn't say anything to anyone because money was still there so it was like all right cool money's still there we're cool. It's going down, it's going down, it's going down. Years are going by. So now we're talking like some serious, serious money is going. And no one actually understands where this money is going because I have money, but now it's like I'm talking to my dad. I'm like, oh, dad, I need XXX amount. Like I was doing music. Like, Growing up then, I wasn't working, but I didn't have to work. Okay. 
So it was like, all right, cool. You just do whatever you want. You want to do music? Well, you have. And the funny thing is the whole thing ended up hindering like my music mm. because it gets to a point where it's like, okay, you have studio in the morning. Hey, it's like four or 5 a.m. I'm up gambling, like time for studio. I'm tired. I don't, I don't want to, let's postpone it to another day. Mm. You have a session with this artist. Like you're meant to go to LA this weekend. You're meant to do this. Like down the line, so many things started happening where it's like literally everything was crumbling like right in front of me. Mm -hmm. But it's like, my, my funds are depleted. But the thing with having an addiction is you learn to talk to people. So it's like, I talk, I phone my dad. And obviously at this point, it's like, my parents aren't none the wiser. My parents live in Nigeria. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, mom, I need, I don't know, 10,000. I want to do this. Okay, all right, cool. I'll have it sent to you by next week. Okay. My parents aren't together. <laughs> this shit's crazy. I, I, I don't want to get emotional. But anyway, my parents aren't together. So it's a case of what I would do is, here's my mom. She lives in this part of town. My dad lives in another part of town. They're both just as wealthy as yeah. each other. They, they, they do their own things. So I've hit on my mom. I've spoken to her. Then I hit on my dad. dad. Yeah. They don't talk, so it's like, all right, cool. Neither of them are gonna. So that's ten k from you. That's like twenty from you. Cool. We're back. Let's kind of get back to what we were doing. Mm -hmm. The addiction's back now. I can sort of satisfy that. By the next week, we're done. Yeah. So now it's like, okay, so what do we do now? Like, I'm now having to phone. <laughs> it's it's so funny. I'm now because I have because we me and my sister we have like um like bank accounts in Nigeria yeah and Nigeria is such a it's such a funny country because it's like here you have to go in with ID you have yeah, to, yeah, yeah. there I just have to call up and say give them my account number say my name da, 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 da. all right cool they'll transfer the funds I did the same thing not just to me but to my sister as well mm -hmm. so I've now called up said oh yeah da, da, da. and they know me and my family so it's like no one's none the wise they've literally and this was going on for time and it started like I can't even understand I can't explain the feeling yeah of you just sitting there feeling like I can't actually I don't know what to do yeah like what do I actually do because all I feel like doing is just feeding this this hunger to just place a, that doesn't actually it's not even about winning anymore. Yeah. Like you're not even trying to win from these bets that you're placing. All you're trying to do is just place a bet. Can I ask, um, was this online? Oh yeah. So did it feel like real money though? So like my, like I wouldn't even say it's my understanding, but let's just say, um, even when I spend like money, like on a day-to-day -day basis, if I'm physically handing over cash, yeah. it's going to register as you're yeah. spending money. Yeah. But if I'm going like from shop to shop, paying by card, blah, 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 yeah. it doesn't feel like anything. Or if I'm shopping online, like 
it, it doesn't feel like actual money because I'm just entering like my car details, blah, blah, blah. But because I'm, I'm not physically seeing that transaction of I'm handing you this much yeah. and I'm getting like pence back or nothing back at all, it doesn't register as, as actual money. So that's why I'm, I'm asking it's, if it it's was never online. been. It's never registered as actual. At, at the, In the beginning it did. It mm-hmm. was like, all right, cool. This money, cool, that's money. When it got really serious that's when it was like this actually isn't money it's not even about winning like i don't care if i if it wins or if it loses what i need now is just to satisfy this hunger to actually just place a bet a bet down and that was all it was so 500 pounds gone here 300 pounds gone It, it was just like yeah who cares just because there's it's weird because there's a certain thrill like an adrenaline rush that goes through and it's like i was literally craving that so it's like whether it wins whether it loses who cares doesn't matter just give me that little buzz of excitement Mm. of maybe it might win maybe it might lose but i just need that right now and it's weird because I was in a really, really dark place. Like, I I went from this guy that literally just didn't lack anything, didn't... And it got to the point where it's like, you can't even ask your parents now anymore because it's like, you literally asked for X, X, X amount last week. Yeah. And my parents have always known me to be really responsible with money. So to them, they're probably thinking, oh, his account, at least a hundred is in there. Like just he's he's good. Did they ever this... ask where the money was going to? Um I think once, but this was my mum, but this was because I went to her with a quote unquote a business plan. Yeah. So it was like she was like, Oh, what do you want to do? I said, Oh, rah, you know, I do music. I wanna open up a studio. A studio I wanna yeah. And she was like, okay, my son. And the thing is, like, my mom is so amazing that, like, because she, and it's weird. All right, so basically, growing up, right, I I grew up with just my dad and my sister. Mm -hmm. Like, because I was born in Nigeria. So my mom and dad split up. So my dad, you know, took us because he had, he, you know, the wealth and influence at the time. So he's taken us and he's brought us to London. And it's like, all right, cool. We're in London now. So my mom missed out on so many years with mm. us. So now she's like trying to play catch up. Almost. Yeah. So yeah. she's 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 up now. So she's like, whatever I have to do to make up for this time with my kids, you just she name it. Do. So it was like, like looking back now, I'm just like, I messed up in such a huge way where it's like, I could have been so much more than what i am now mm. but then i talk to my mom every day and she just because oh because now they obviously <laughs> it got to a point where it's like okay i'm in some big trouble now like i don't know what to do mentally like my whole mental state is on z- i'm on zero now mm. because i've maxed out american like so so many different credit cards all maxed out everything like i'm in some huge amount of debts now that it's like i have not 
there's nothing I can do. Yeah. And then one day I just broke down um, and I phoned my sister. I was in some trouble and my sister came. Um, she got me, took me to my dad's house. And that's the day it all came out. And, you know, my mom flew down. My dad, he wasn't around. He flew down and it was like, and the hardest part was just seeing, like looking in their eyes and, my parents, my parents love me. I'm the first yeah. one. Like they love me. So for me, it was like they were never not going to do anything but bring me in closer and tell me everything was going to be okay yeah. and make what they could make right. Mm. They made it right. And it's like from then on, I sort of started just trying to build my life together again. But with that said it messed me up in terms of confidence wise. Mm -hmm. So I stopped, like I lost a lot of friends, right? But I lost friends because I just didn't want to reach out to them. I didn't want to talk to them because where have you been? What What's going on? I didn't want to answer any of those questions. So I just kind of just put all that to the back of my mind in terms of even dating people. Talk, I just didn't, because yeah. it's like you have to talk about things. You have to open up. And yeah, people are going to hear this now and it's going to be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But that's fine. But overall, my thing is like what I want to do now with my, I want to say new journey, but <laughs> my new path is sort of like try and find a way to change certain things in this country Yeah. in terms of like regulations. And, because everywhere you turn, right? <laughs> literally and i think i'm more aware of it now that i've put that behind me that i look around and i'm like oh right there's another bookies oh another one next to that yeah, one yeah, yeah you're watching the football and the football starts with like a huge ads, advert like yeah, hey come like there's basically there's um and what i saw the other day was on twitter right i think it was like the spurs tottenham account so they've tweeted like the team lineup the mm -hmm. starting lineup but then they've put like, they've added William Hill. They're like okay. a link to go and bet. And I'm thinking if the actual clubs, the football clubs Endorse are it. actually endorsing yeah. like on this level, it's like there is a big problem. Like the other day, I think I saw Prince Harry. I don't want to say Prince. I don't, I don't know any of the princes. But I saw one of them saying, oh, they want to ban Fortnite because it's addictive. And I'm thinking you want to ban Fortnite in the UK, but you're happy with like all these betting shops like mm. running amok and literally destroying people's lives and me personally i'm fortunate because i have i come from a family that were able to stabilize my life and get me back on track but a lot of people aren't that fortunate yeah. and it's like just like that like hey suicide was on my mind like like constantly because it's like, okay, what am I actually, what, what's there to do? Like, what am I doing, like, here? Mm -hmm. Why am I still, like, what's there to actually, I can't even bounce back from this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I semi-bounced back and I'm still bouncing, trying to bounce up or bounce whatever <laughs> way. But it's like, it's hard, man. Mm. Well, I um, appreciate your honesty. Like, I, I always... Um, appreciate anyone that comes on here and 
opens up about any topic because I know it's like it's not easy. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I have such respect for people that are able to do that. And I think as much as this podcast can be very lighthearted in terms of like talking about sex and, and things like that, ultimately it's about people just being able to feel comfortable about talking about things that they probably haven't before or haven't thought to to talk about on such a wide scale. Um, which is why even like, so in my last episode, I had talked about my first ever experience with someone of the same sex, which happened when I was in primary school. Yeah. And I'd never spoken about that before because I was just like, how the fuck do I tell like anybody that? Um, and I didn't even plan to bring it up, but what like the last episode to me was so powerful because there were so many things that both myself and my guests had talked about which is very similar to what we've just done um and like now and it was only after I put it out and people listened I had so many men and women but so many women that messaged me privately like I've been through that before and I was just like holy shit like this is this is touching people like there, there are people that can relate so to me that was so Im- important so I hope that what we've just talked about does the same thing um and it's it's oh, it's mental because obviously this this wasn't planned um but bef- before I came in I spoke to my mum right and um I was telling her about having like a, a, a feature on on the Huffington Post guys um and before we came off the phone my mum was like oh um it's a grand national today I was like oh okay like I didn't even realize and then we started talking like about like like putting on a bet and and, and blah 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 but it's like hearing what what you've just said it's made me think very differently because when it comes to um uh, addiction it can literally just take over and that's the thing like and it's weird because i do see a lot of like people on my timeline like they'll tweet you know i won this and won that and oh i've placed this bet and i've placed this bet but i don't and i i don't ever want to sort of like overstep and start asking so i just kind of look but at the same time i just wonder i'm like hey like that person there like could that literally be like another me like in the making or just another me that's actually going through stuff but Mm, they don't know how to you know how to get themselves out of that situation or and it's weird because you never know some people don't have addictive personality some people as you said it's the grand national some people only place bets on the grand national like and that's what once a year so hey cool but then like even with that that one bet could then trickle into constantly doing it oh yeah so like I think when it comes to um, addiction as a whole, and and even if I think back to when I used to like I used to smoke like really really heavy, yeah. and I think at the time I would never say I'm addicted to it, yeah, because I was like I smoke socially, yeah. and in my mind, right, I was just like if I don't learn how to roll, yeah. then I can't smoke by myself because I was always smoking with another person, yeah. and then I had learned how to roll, and then it was just like. And I don't need anyone else to smoke. Mm. And so then my intake grew so much because I was just like, I don't need other people. Like I can literally smoke by myself. And 
at that time, it was very much a case of escaping some shit that I was going through. So I was just like, I can't handle this fully conscious. I'm I'm always going to be high because I'm just like, oh, everything feels so much better. Um, And I think that can play um, when it comes to porn and when it comes to sex and to masturbation. Like, there are people that can get addicted to these types of things and not think anything of it. And it's like, I've had times where my porn intake is huge. Like, especially when I was, you know, when I first discovered porn, I don't know if I've talked about it before. So, okay, so my first ever like porn viewing, I was in, I went between like year six and year eight. So like my whole sexual stuff started very, very young. Yeah. And basically I found a tape that belonged to my dad and I was like, what's this? I put it in. And it's like, when I say it's vintage porn, <laughs> vintage porn on tape, Old right? school. And I had watched it and I was just like, shit, like, what is this? And then I found that I, I was doing it like daily. Like I would rush home from school thinking, All right, I know that I'm going to be home by myself for <laughs> half an hour. I, this is my window to watch this tape. Put that tape back in. Rewind it back to where it was and put it away like it didn't happen. And it's like, think about it 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 now. I could say, you know, during that time, I was addicted to it because I was doing it yeah. daily. And it was this whole thrill of, I'm not supposed to be watching this. And I need to make sure that I put it back to where it was so I don't get caught, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I think as porn continues to grow, it does give people more scope to become addicted. Um, like these these things do happen, but not everyone is, is able to like think and, and say, okay, you know what? I think this might be an issue where yeah. it's, it's affecting my daily life. And I think it, even for me during that time, I didn't think anything of it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm quite um, a conscious person. So the older that I've got and the more that I've looked at stuff, especially when I was a lot younger, I'm just like, well, Georgette, you know what? That probably wasn't the healthiest thing that, yeah. like, um, that uh, I was doing. And, I didn't really speak to many people about it because I'm like, how do I tell anyone at yeah, such speak, a young age? Like speaking, I'm fucking watching speaking porn. To people is like the hardest thing. Like, I mean, there's a few, there's a few people I told, you know, certain things. I spoke to my ex. I spoke mm-hmm. to, you know, a couple of close friends, blah, blah, blah. Like, but it's the hardest thing because I had to go through like therapy. I had to go to like, gamblers anonymous meetings yeah. i had to sit in that circle and there's like a little sort of it's not even a bible but it's, it's like the bible yeah and it's like you have to say hi say your name and blah, like yeah bro like those things are the, like and then you hear people's stories right mm. and you're just like like you start to feel like fortunate because i'm like this guy lost his house his yeah marriage. yeah yeah, yeah. This guy does this. This guy does this. There's a there's 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 a certain. I'm not trying to you know bring anyone's business, but this guy who literally like he was literally sniffing coke, and he would he'd have to bet alongside sniffing like so it was like two addictions like he was like oh, combining yeah, them together yeah, yeah. and it was like how do you and the funny thing with those meetings is for me at that point. I wasn't gambling. Mm. 
Mm. But it's like the people that will come into they're still these are still they're still gambling. So yeah. like you'd have to say when your last bet was okay. when in the meeting. Dude would say, Oh yeah, my last bet was two hours ago. And it's like But it did something for them. Yeah. I I can't I I don't understand it. I just know what it like for me personally, at that point it was more I wanted to to see other people who had been in my situation. It's not even because it was going to help me because at that point I had been speaking like, yeah. you know, my, my dad got me into some therapy and stuff and I was speaking to someone and I was, you know, fighting back, you know, certain things. And I found out it had a lot to do with like, you know, trauma growing up. Yeah, like, like it's funny how like everything sort of links in some way to, everything else and yeah. it, it's it's weird but it's 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 horrible because especially with gambling it's like if you're an alcoholic right or if you take drugs or if you smoke and stuff you're paying for that right mm. and it's like how many bottles can you drink in a day before you're drunk or you're in that state yeah. or how much weed can you smoke yeah or how much drugs can you take in a day i don't know 50 100 yeah. pounds with this you're literally using currency so there is no limit to yeah, to the high yeah. so before you know it like three thousand pounds has gone and there is nothing you can actually do because you can't it <laughs> it's one of the biggest regrets of my life because it's like i sit back and i just and, but i try not to do it though because I, i'm like this will literally make you ill. You can spiral that way. Yeah, well. if you yeah, sit yeah. there and think about what you could have done or what you would be now or how you would sort of be navigating your life at mm. this point if you never sort of fell into that, it would be totally different. And it's like, my mom keeps calling me. Like, she calls me every day now. She's mm -hmm. like, hey, I know why she's calling me. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, mom, I'm fine. I'm good, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm cool. Yeah. My dad, he'll hit me up like every two weeks. He'll be like, oh, hi. Like he messaged me yesterday. He was like, oh, I thought we said we'd be in. Because I messaged him like, I think it was like three weeks ago. Uh -huh. Because I thought to myself, I was like, hey, I'm always talking to my dad about like myself and my mental health and how I'm feeling and, you know, things I'm going through. But I was like, I've never actually spoken to my dad about his mental yeah. health and mm -hmm. what he's because my dad he he does a lot of different things because he does politics in nigeria but okay. he goes through like stuff where he he has to worry for certain things like so much pressure is on him yeah. and he feels like like he told me he actually told me he was like he feels like he doesn't have anyone he can talk to that's so crazy like he's just and I was like, hold on, I'm actually meant to be the person that you can talk mm -hmm. to because I am of age. I'm not a child anymore. Like I should be that best friend and that brother that you can. But guess what? Like a whole week, I didn't reach out to my dad. Mm -hmm. I was just kind of still stuck in my own shit and still doing my own thing. And it's like, I'm trying to break out of that because I know just as much as I need my dad, my dad needs need me because well. he doesn't have... Yeah, he has his wife and, you know, but it's different mm -hmm. talking to, you know, your own first first son about certain things. So 
I feel like for me, it's just a case of just trying to grow every day, progress, mm -hmm. you know, keep myself occupied, be happy, record some, some new stuff. Um, and well, um, are there any resources that you would suggest? Like, just in case, like, we don't ever know who could be listening. So, like, anything that you would I don't, recommend? The thing with resources is I don't even feel that. I feel like the first step is just kind of just tell someone. Like, yeah. I feel like telling the people who you know care about you, just sit them down and just tell them. Once you've said it, you've said it. This and is true. people love you. They're going to make... They're going to move heaven and earth just to make sure that you're okay. And I uh -huh. feel like for me, that that was the main thing. Just seeing my whole, like my family is kind of, my mom lives on her side. My dad lives on his side. It's me and my sister. My sister, she's got a husband. She's doing her own thing. Like, but literally the whole family came together. Like mm. it was like everyone came together just to make sure I'm straight and yeah. I'm good. And I feel like that is the best resource I could have ever had, had because yeah. just seeing the people who care about me like in tears and wanting to make sure that, hey, I understood that they were always going to like my mom was like, OK, like the money's gone. Let's get back to it. Like she didn't. There was no sort of judgment. Yeah. There was no nothing. It was just you're my first son. I love you and that's all I wanted to hear yeah, and yeah. it it gave me so much confidence that I just felt like I could tackle anything. Yeah, for real. So yeah, I feel I think just speak to someone and um I think there's like GA meetings and stuff all around well they're all around London like every day. So just mm -hmm. kind of google it wherever one's close to like your location and stuff and just just go and seek seek the help you need man for real 100 percent. well we are almost out of time like literally a few minutes ago um do you want to let the people know where they can find you if you even want anyone to <laughs> you might even want that to, uh, to be honest or like to, i want no one to find me, your man. music or but, um, your gigs just as anything really gigs and i think if you if they follow me on um instagram or twitter and stuff they'll kind of be updated on gigs and music and whatever else i'm gonna put out, i, I want to put out like these little freestyle videos so i did one like the other day okay like on saturday and i'm gonna do another one today okay actually, i think he might help me actually but um yes yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just like a little 32 bar and stuff so i've been doing that trying to get myself back into because my friend told me he was like hey why aren't you rapping and i'm like i'm still rapping but i'm just not showing it to anyone because this is all just for me but for he you, was like hey yeah. it's time to actually share this and i'm re i'm super grateful i was able to actually do this actually because i was talking about doing my own podcast yeah. i was talking about putting music out and but deep down i feel like it was all a cop out it was all just me sort of just procrastinating and just delaying stuff and just not sharing this with people and i feel like this is kind of giving me the opportunity to i'm glad you did like honestly, I mean, <laughs> I feel lighter now. Actually. I feel Do like, you? Yeah, I feel like, hey, that's amazing. Do you know what? It's it's out it's out there now. So if anyone wants to read, because the thing is, I've done gigs and I've told people at the gigs, yeah, and people have reached out to me and like, I've literally had like, I think I've got like three, four people that I literally communicate with like 
on a weekly basis and we just talk about like you know how their progress is mm -hmm. going how they're doing etc etc so if anyone wanted to reach out to me i feel like that would be more than welcome because we all have our own you know vices and stuff Trust and me. stuff we go through and it's no one's trying to that's what i realized like no one's judging because it's like everyone's going through their own shit they're everyone's just going not, through something yeah they're just like not saying it but hey everybody is going through some some real shit so um what's yeah, your just, handle uh my twitter is underscore and there's a v simmons s-i-double-m-o-n-s and yeah i think that's it i yeah. think that yeah that be instagram is um just vic official i think that's what they changed it to but yeah so um yeah if you want to reach out just just hit me up and i think yeah we'll kind of take it from there thank you so much for joining me thank you for being st uh, so honest like i i've said it before i will always say i appreciate people's honesty um because i know how hard it is to be so open and, and so honest um yeah but guys thank you again thank you so so much for listening um one oh you know what i'll save it for next week i can't even be asked anymore um thank you for listening follow me at coco underscore abroad on twitter and follow the podcast at just a tip pod also don't forget to use the hashtag jtt pod and yeah thank you guys so much don't forget also if you want to do this whole lunch thing because i'm definitely on it just let me know um and i will let people know how i'm gonna do it where it's gonna be blah -de blah and yeah that's it thank you guys so much for listening and we'll tune in again soon i know you wanna i know you wanna i know you wanna me i play i like to play cheeks